0: Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Simon Sweetman, and we're up to episode 121. I had a chat with a guy I've been um, wanting to catch up with on this podcast for a while, Barry Saunders. Uh, You probably know him as the main guy from the Waratahs, you probably know him too hopefully from his many solo albums. Um, and I've known Barry for a while and as I say I had mentioned to him previously about getting him on the podcast and then uh, things sort of fall by the wayside, people get busy and you forget to chase people up and, and I eventually got him so we sat down for a chat and um and we talked through his his career, you know, he, he was in uh, Rocking Horse at the end of their days and that's when he met Wayne Mason and then they reconnected and formed the Waratahs and then he went off and made some solo records and the Waratahs kind of keep coming back. In fact, they're celebrating their 30th anniversary. So. Um, we we just talked through all of that stuff. It was fun to reconnect with Barry, and he's got some good yarns. He's written some great songs. He's uh, he's currently creating an album. He we didn't get it, to hear any music from it. Um, But he is making an album with Delaney Davidson that they're going to release together, the two of them. So um, that's in the pipeline. That's probably coming out later this year or or into next year. And they'll they'll do some shows, no doubt. Uh, But there's more Waratahs shows coming and there's a new Waratahs compilation, a double, uh, I think with some unreleased or some new stuff as well as some hits. So that's on the way. And he's just a guy who's turning up and writing songs. So there'll probably be another Barry Saunders solo album at some point. Um, anyway, you'll get to hear about all of that, uh, and uh, as always, I've got to thank Tea Leaf Tea and Le Petit Chocolat and Yesty Boys. And uh, Enjoy this, this is me chatting with uh, Mr. Waratah Barry Saunders. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to place, I mean, we've known each other for a while. I'm trying to place, I feel I've interviewed you a couple of times, but I think like you used to pop into the record store in Courtney Place that i was managing a long time ago yeah a long time ago yeah because your daughter was just feeling new. she was you pretty, just told me she's 18. she's like 18 <laughs> just started uni. Yeah. Uh, yeah and she so, was she was younger than my kid is now but yeah. i think that's when we first properly met i'd obviously Seen your, you know, yeah. written about you. Seen your shows, that's listened right. to your albums, mm-hmm. um, but we we sort of had a few chats about music, and I think that's where we kind of connected. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I know a wee bit about uh, you and what you do, and uh, but I want to go back, and uh, I wonder if we start at the start. Seems always seems a fairly good place. Yeah. And we'll we'll see if we can get right up to today <laughs> from there. So you born Port, in New Zealand? Born in Christchurch. Born uh, in Christchurch. Yeah. Yeah. But you spent, you, were,
1: you spent time in Australia. Spent time in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was born in Christchurch, and, yeah. and uh, um, then we shifted to Taranaki. My father's side was from Taranaki, mm. my mother's side was from Christchurch, so there were quite two opposing mm. sides. Sort of big, sort of Catholic Taranaki family, and yeah. very, very sort of uh, mm. Anakin Christchurch, you know. Uh, and. Taranaki was where I first became connected with music because my father had a, although he didn't play anything, Mm. uh, both my parents had a big music gen, you know. They were absolute, in fact, it's almost an envious thing, you know, Mm. uh, somebody who just loves music but doesn't have to fucking get Mm. involved in Mm. sitting up here (laughs) or hiring rental vans and stuff, Mm. you know. And uh, so uh, I was their their, uh, their child, you know, and. um, you know, I first, the first music I remember, just, I didn't actually, I wouldn't say I loved it, i say I was very really taken in by it, it was really quite dark, sort of, what people call country music now, but was actually a uh, 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 pop music of the time, mm. you know, songs like Tom Dooley and stuff, mm-hmm. old American mostly stories mm. of hangings and bloody, yeah, yeah, murder ballads and, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and they were just on the radio, like yeah. pop songs, Yeah, you know, it was all yeah, that hybrid of, of, like, folk music, yeah. country,
0: rock and roll. Yeah. That weird... Like that um, like that Theme Time Dylan stuff that's we were just right. listening to. And of course, know, the pulls, Brothers
1: Four and all that. They made those songs. Yeah. Pop, they turned them into pop songs. Yeah, and, yeah. And that term, country music, didn't really exist. It was mm. just music on the radio, you know. Mm. And that's, that's why, first, remember the... I've always been much more interested in the imagery of music than I am of the actual music, you mm, know what mm, right? mm. I mean? I know that sounds a bit sort of a strange thing to say, but it, things that take you places, you know?
0: No, well, you're a real... Uh, I mean, every project you've really been involved in, and certainly the Waratahs and solo records, which is the dominant stuff, you're a real storyteller. Yeah. You know, as, t- as songwriter, you're yeah, a real storyteller.
1: Yeah, I, tr- I, I try
0: to make a make a
1: picture of some kind mm, you know? mm. sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not yeah
0: yeah so what what's going on for you
1: as a kid what what are you interested in outside of that well i spent a lot of time by myself as a kid yeah. i had two sisters that were a bit younger than me mm. so and we lived in the country we lived in rural taranaki mm. and then we lived in rural canterbury yeah and uh sit down and uh at Lincoln, yeah. so I spent a lot of time by myself, and in hindsight, that's uh, that's uh, well, you are how you grew up, you know. Mm, and and mm. Um, I, I, I uh, you know, I had a lot of uh, my thoughts and the imagery in, around me were were what what, what make you really, mm, you know. Mm. Um, we grew up in Canterbury, and we shifted back to. To Canterbury from Taranaki just getting back there mm. and my father got the job running the farm at Lincoln College and it was great because I went from well it was sort of great I went from a, a school about the size of this room we're in which is pretty mm. small mm. Uh, to a university mm. and it was guys from Tanganyika seven feet tall you know mm. it was just it was quite um, it was like being launched into outer space yeah yeah and so anyway we did that and then uh, we lived in there and Living there, and uh took guitar lessons there from a guy called Tony Athfield, who was good, he was very strict, but he was really good <laughs> mm. and uh listened well I listened to my parents' music you know, Hank Snow early John Cash, certainly elvis um, they were the lovers of that sort of music, mm. and also that music was on the radio, you know so um then then uh, i started just started playing guitar and. I think, you know, I played sort of Michael rode The Boat Ashore, and all those old folky songs, mm. didn't play them to anyone. Mm. Uh, first song I remember playing was in a school concert, and I sang Greenback Dollar. Oh, yeah. Which must have sounded very funny, sort of <laughs> 10 year old singing that, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Uh, yeah, I still love that song, actually. I can't even, I should know who did it, but I don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, did you put pen to paper in any way before you got sort of. Proficient playing, you know.
1: Well, yeah, I were you a wrote, writer
0: of any kind before? you yeah, were a songwriter,
1: is what I mean. Yeah, I always wrote down thoughts and stuff. Mm. I, was, I was a very late song songwriter. Songs came to me very late. I always wrote stuff down in diaries and scraps of paper. You know how you mm. do. You'll mm. probably do the same mm-hmm. thing and, and uh, thoughts or bits of imagery that or just words that sound good. You know, mm. and uh, 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 and really they they didn't become songs for a long time you know yeah um so then my father got ms multiple sclerosis you know and it was a very aggressive form so we had to leave the house and we shifted into the city and the house wasn't a very happy one you know Mm. it was a house of you know had the mark of Cain on it you know Mm. and um so rock and roll came along at a a perfect time for me mm. the early stones and stuff it just I mean I know people say this sort of thing but I really do yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. just literally saved my life you know total escape total and um, and um, that's how I started seeing myself and then when I went and started going into Christchurch as a real youngster I'm talking 14 15 mm. here and seeing bands like The Chance and stuff mm. I think I first saw them on an afternoon gig mm. and uh, I just was I well, I didn't think anything. I just sort of, uh, I just was totally bowled over by it. You know, mm. just the the the,
0: the realization that the sort of thing that you were listening to and digging could actually happen right in front of your eyes too. Yeah, I imagine that was yeah. pretty pretty potent.
1: It was just amazing. There was a great music scene in Christchurch. So mm. Unfortunately, there was there wasn't a much of a recording scene in Christchurch. Most people came up to Wellington up mm. here to make records. So we never made records, and but the Chants have got some, some stuff on record, and it's not mm. a lot of hit, you know, like The Chapter mm. and all those sort of great bands and stuff. Mm. Um, so that it, music was my life. It was just totally my life, you know. Mm. Mm. And um, left school, played music, played in a club called Sweethearts with a band called The Salvation. Mm. Covers mostly mostly yeah, yeah mostly covers or or blues most people yeah i mean it's an incredible i mean you get sick of blues man, but but when you look back even to the early pop bands of the 60s all those bands like the move and the kinks and that all started out as blues bands you know mm. seems to be the way people start it's a, mm, good, mm. it's a great canvas you know
0: yeah it's i guess it's um there's a there's both a the freedom and a rigidity. You know, there's, yeah, a, form, yeah, there's a form to return to. Yeah. There's a form to start with and return yeah. to. You can go and explore and it's yeah. kind of like a safety net in a way. Yeah, you you can get back to the basic, yeah. the classic, the cliche, basic 12 bar blues that's which right. still sounds well, fucking great when it's done properly. When it's done properly,
1: yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it, it surely does, yeah. I've just been doing, I mean, to get off the track here, mm. I've just been doing some tracks with Delaney Davison mm. and we did a We've done a track which i'll play you later yeah it's on my phone if i can make it work yeah. yeah and uh it, it's um it's a version of special Rider blues which i used to sing in my first band and um we've done it together and it really does sound like it really well it, not to be too high handed if i think if skip james heard it he'd like it mm. but i'm mm. only assuming mm. that you know, yeah like, yeah
0: I think, I think I think you're allowed to yeah. say what he might think without yeah. without. Um, he's not around. Two, no, he's not. He? He's not going to tell you you've mis- misquoted him.
1: <laughs> so, so that was the uh, the early stuff there, and then yeah. I went, then I went away to England, and I uh, sailed on a ship to England, the Australis. Mm. And uh, there's a lot of people did then, and I never played on the ship. I didn't want to do that, and uh, uh, I. I um, I I walked straight into an Irish band, and what was so incredible about it is 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 that I sort of genetically the music was in me. Mm. You know, I just started playing this stuff, and I. Th- Why did you go? Was it just the,
0: the the version of the OE from back then, the motherland? It, it the, the like see the that motherland that. kind of uh, it, that it, sort of thing. It,
1: it was a little bit like that. I, I, the British music scene, I, I I'd always mm. I'd always loved. You mm. know, always just loved it. And
0: uh, so that was a big part of the point You a, wanted to see where the stuff. Definitely came wanted from. to play. Yeah.
1: no doubt about that. Yeah. I went there to play music. Yeah. there's no doubt about that. Yeah, and uh, got there and I had a good friend Richard Burgess there and he plugged me in with his Irish band and I joined them and it was this beautifully chaotic band but it was it was um, as I said a lot of the songs I knew from my uh, they, they were just sort of in me somehow you mm. know it was. It, even, even to this day, it still sound, it sounds like a funny thing to say, but they were, you know, mm. from my parents on both sides, and mm. and uh, my grandmother especially, and um, so that was a that was a great time. That was still like another form of the blues, you know what I mean? Sort of, it was mm. really cool. <coughs> and played with a guy called Jack McCarthy. He played Irish and country. The music suited me really a lot. I liked it a lot, and and then I came back here. Uh, I did lots of things I think I worked for uh, Warner Brothers for a while, just for a short time and Mm. did that and um, came back here and then I joined a band called Rocking Horse when I came back. I was really only back here on holiday just seeing what, Mm. at that age just go with the wind blows you mm, and probably mm, something will happen mm. i joined rocking horse and now
0: rocking horse were established by the time they were established. Them. they had two yeah. albums
1: yeah <laughs> yeah they were they, they, they had two albums and um it was a strange situation because i didn't actually contribute much to the band in actual fact the band was musically sort of uh, um I don't know, they had two albums but they didn't seem to play any of the songs off and had become more of a covers band, I think, mm. playing Little Feet and stuff like that. And <clears throat> so the previous singer Carl Evanson had left and they got me in but it didn't really what they really needed was someone, someone just to grab hold of it with a great batch of songs and mm. whack it, but that wasn't me. Mm. And um
0: yeah, where was your songwriting at at that point?
1: Well, I was still just writing just, stuff down and yeah. tooling around. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you wouldn't go calling yourself a songwriter?
1: No, not really. That, that didn't develop until I was in Australia. I went off to Australia with a band called The Tigers. Mm. And um, that was a guitar band from Wellington, sort of... Um, was
0: that, that was kind of from the ashes of Rocking Horse? Or no, no, it wasn't at all. went
1: Nick, Nick Thabald, who I play with now. Yeah, and he had a bunch of songs, and I sang one of them, and it got, and it got a bit of airplay, and it sort of it was like a bit <laughs> it was like a bit of a roller coaster. Actually, we were sort of uh, um, EMI signed us, and we went to Australia, and we did all this crazy shit, and in Australia, then it was like big big touring, mm. and we toured with uh, Australian Core and Rose Tattoo and all those bands, and. Mm. Aussie rock royalty totally Aussie, ro- yeah Rose Tattoo were my favourite yeah they were just so dirty it was yeah. just that, it was just great
0: yeah yeah, yeah they like kind of to Australia what something like Dr. Feelgood is to England eh? like that that's great right. kind of pub rock yeah second tier in the scheme of classic rock but that's right but yeah. Yeah. Uh, put on a great show
1: they were kind the of natural a, success of the ACDC yeah thing, yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. and uh, they were cool. And then we did a, a huge tour with Eric Burden. And uh, then I left the band after that, because um, I was just having trouble keeping it together. And and the, we weren't we weren't making any headway. You know mm. what I mean? We A bunch of bands that went over to Australia at that time. And it didn't really translate. Mm. And by the time you leave New Zealand, you've spent a lot of energy, you know, <laughs> you get there and you've got to find it all again. And, yeah. And you've actually really got to want to be part of it. And mm. I didn't have that. I, I was still in my head, I was still sort of, things were still swirling around musically. And mm. then I started writing after that. Well, right. Well, I finished the band, I, I left the band in Melbourne, went back to Surrey Hills. That's when I started writing. I wrote those things like Maureen and stuff like that.
0: Early to mid-80s. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I had a bunch of stuff then. F- uh, found my way back in, wa- in, in Wellington, in, in Wellington, uh, living in uh, Mount Victoria, I was still there. <coughs> uh, then we, uh, uh, what happened then? I was playing I sort I of in a the covers band, and then the I put together the Moratars with Wayne, so you know Wayne from Rocking Horse. Yes, he was a yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: you guys connect at some point there. So how do you meet That's back up for um, for the Waratahs? Obviously, this we just sort of just collided, in the same circles collided. and yeah. we got back
1: to Wellington. You know, mm. how small it is. You mm. know, mm. you know, just running someone in the post office. You know,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, so we collided and and um, so we start rehearsing with John Donahue and him. and yeah. myself. Yeah. And then Nick came in playing fiddle and that on drums and it was just like I'd sort of envisaged things of pulling stuff back to just using brushes on the yeah. drums. The acoustic piano, Yeah, the violin was a real surprise because I'd never mm. thought of violin but it it, it, fitted, it fitted things really mm. well. Mm. And then we started at the cricketers and that was really about it. Uh, <laughs> really.
0: You're making it sort of sound like the band kind of formed and started by almost by mistake or certainly by fluke.
1: It's sort of, well, <laughs> was it a bit like that? <laughs> well, it was. It was a. It was a, it was a, a happy accident. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. It was a collision of people. Mm. And I suppose I had a vision of uh, horrible word, but I had the, a sound in my head. I, mm. uh, I just wanted it to be that sort of '50s sort of. Uh, I've always loved acoustic-driven 50s rock, like, mm, like good Elvis, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, 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 and yeah, nobody sort of slugging it. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, with all the percussion is coming from the acoustic guitar mm. and, and the vocal. And
0: but again, it's almost that kind of Skiffle English and, and Turkish, Irish kind of Turkish, version Turkish, yeah. of folk
1: country music. Yeah. So, but this time, as you can imagine, I had a, quite a a stew in my head. Mm, <laughs> well, mm stuff and it just all mm. sort of came together mm. you know and then we, we did the did the uh, the cricket designs as a residency and it was really cool it was like that was our sort of Crawdaddy club yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we formulated everything there, there and it was more than a band it was more than music it was a, a great sort of Wellington meeting place and a lot of things happened and people got together and they blew apart and they, all sorts of stuff happened, you know, mm. and uh, so it was one of those situations, mm. you know, uh, so then when we recorded Hands In My Heart, we went out on our first tour, I, we had no idea the sort of airplay it had, had because because mm. we're talking pre-mobile phone here, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just... You just went out there blindfolded yeah yeah what was happening you
0: know, you send something out but you don't into the world but you you have no way yeah. of charting
1: it no yeah yeah no. yeah and it was like when we put only game in town the album out and trevor Rickey did that for us yeah. and did a great job with it and uh it just seemed to it had a life of its own i, th- I, mm. think it's, I mean it still sells you
0: know? well i was going to say it's it, it's kind of like um to me it's one of the one of the great debut albums because it's you've got this band that's fully formed because you've you've yeah. obviously been yeah. together for a bit and, yeah. and all had separate experiences with music, so it's kind of this meeting point that's yeah. several years in yeah. the making.
1: That's right.
0: And when you discover it, I mean I discovered that record as a you know, an early teenager. Yeah. And I hadn't heard any music like that coming out of New Zealand, you yeah. know, when I'm twelve years old or whatever. Why would you? You know? Yeah, yeah, and sure, it felt yeah. like, you know, I didn't know where it had come from. It just felt yeah. like a, a classic set of songs. Yeah, and yeah, I think it, was, it sort of still stands up as that.
1: It does, yeah, yeah. We've just put our best-of album together, and yeah, and uh, uh, another one. But but this is, this is with the stuff with Runaway Days and everything on. Yeah, play. and um, you can really hear the sort of evolution of the band in it. I mean, bands don't really stay still, but now and again, I like to throw it back to that mm, sort of mm, thing, you know. Mm. Um,
0: and so your writing and Wayne's writing yeah Wayne Wayne had
1: written Hands of My Heart yeah and I sort of finished it off and that was a co-write
0: yeah and then but you guys kind of co-wrote in in the way that Lennon and McCartney co-wrote I, is that right? Like you kind of would well, we ne- almost compete and show each other things, yeah, yeah, and Then we finish had, them off and suggest things yeah, rather than sitting down and never, playing together. Never.
1: I don't think we ever once played yeah. played anything together. Yeah. Never.
0: You're you're separate songwriters, yeah. but you were
1: able to finish yeah. each other's sentences. We would we'd glue things together. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. And then, of course, what happens with songwriters is that you really want to... It's like uh, sharing a canvas with someone. You know, it's kind of a hard thing to do. Mm. You know, after a period of time, mm. you can look at any...
0: Yeah, is, and we, does it become competitive, or is it... Or was uh, it... Did you hit the ground with the Waratahs and it was competitive?
1: I don't think it was ever competitive. Uh, I think... Uh, n- no, it, no, it, no, it wasn't competitive. Wayne was really accommodating to my sort of... What I was wanting to, <coughs> how I was wanting things to feel, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Um, I just tended to. The problem was when we, we I mean, we parted company as songwriters because Wayne had seen himself as a songwriter because he'd be going right back to the formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and me singing the songs, but I sort of came with my own songs. and mm. So it was sort of yeah 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 it who's was like doing a, what role it was like that yeah yeah it was, yeah, a, it was, yeah. A, it was a role thing yeah and we're yeah all, well, basically i suppose it was my band and the finisher I mean, if, yeah. you, if you're singing the songs and writing them then that, yeah yeah that and standing
0: sort of, up the front yeah, yeah that's yeah, sort yeah, of the yeah. way it is really yeah
1: so um and he always had this underlying thing that he wanted to do something else anyway yeah well, i'm not quite sure what it was but yeah but um he uh, so he went off and did that and then we didn't work we didn't play for a couple of years because we'd just done eight years on the road Mm. and it was a long time it was hard touring mm. and I
0: uh, you put two albums out yeah that yeah. Point. that and only
1: yeah only game in, in town on two hot yeah. sleep yeah and then we did Wild Card and Big yeah. Sky yeah and they uh, they weren't very lovable you know and once you start so uh, we, we got into that trap of sort of wanting to make an album every year or two you know mm. it was really sort of these days I would make an album if there's one there Yeah. And only yeah. if it's there yeah. and even then you wouldn't know until you put it there yeah. you know but uh, we just got into that trap and I didn't like it much you know mm, mm. did a couple of albums that I thought I'm not really liking this and so we didn't play for a couple of years then I had I, things were going very badly for me I, I had hepatitis but I didn't know it and I was having Wild mood swings and trouble, big trouble keeping it together. And then um, I I got diagnosed with hepatitis, and uh, I had to go on a thing called interferon, which you Mm -hmm. inject yourself every day. It was basically sort of rat poison, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was a success for me, but it took a year, you know. And and um, it was a tough time, but it was a a good time because uh the interference got me off the booze which is which was taking up a very big space in my life right and uh and how you know. had that come into your life? Just occupational hazard,
0: or had uh, you, you know, like you're in bars, you're, you've got downtime, or were you, was the propensity there before that, and was there a hereditary? And no,
1: no, well, I grew up in a teetotal family, so right at the time I got drinking, we went mad, you know. Right, yeah, it's yeah, one
0: yeah. Of those yeah, 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 part I of the escape.
1: Yeah, I don't think I had to drink, drink till I was about 19, and right. then I thought, I remember having started drinking, I thought, mm. "Oh God, this is how you're supposed what's, to feel." You what's know, this strange is Fantastic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so, but yeah, and then it became a problem. And then the thing is, I coasted along drinking a lot for a long time, mm. and shovelling anything down, you know, and um, uh, uh, what, what, uh, I, I wasn't making much sense anymore. I just was writing stuff and it was basically shit, you know what I mean? I thought, well, I didn't actually think anything. I just, mm. somebody else sort of took hold of me. I don't know what it was. The, the, the hepatitis came and the interferon colon, that kicked the booze out the back door. Yeah. And it, that it, That became the intervention. Yeah, yeah, it did. It <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. And, yeah. And I had a bit of thinking space, so I was thinking clearly again, and you know, as clearly as I'm ever going to again. Mm. I karate with David Long, and we made that Red Morning album. Mm. And it's the first time I'd done anything for a while. I listened back to it, and I thought, "Yeah, I like you again." You know, mm. it, was, it was good. Yeah. So you've you've glossed over the first couple of solo albums.
0: Do you think of, that they arrive in in this haze?
1: Uh, yeah, with a man. Yeah, with a man. I listen, because i mean i think quite fondly of those yeah with, you? with the man was a um i i did an album of uh of, of covers called long shadows yeah and yeah. wanted to use the upright and the steel in the old-fashioned yeah. way with a lot of the air around it in a room and stuff but we didn't actually nail it because we did it in a studio well, that's a lot different to the kitchens that they were originally mm, recorded mm, in you mm, know what i mean mm. so we didn't actually get that sort of thing and and uh but Weatherman was an album I was, I was, and that really, uh, um, And then Magnetic as well, right? Yeah, they were, they were quite sort of, uh, it was a lot of, a lot of songs in those I So I was going to say they
0: came quite close together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wither Man it was, it was the first time i recorded outside of the warehouse, and, mm, mm. and, and, uh, it was quite well received actually. And so the Waratahs are on a hiatus at that point. Yeah, you're yeah, wrapped up much. basically Yeah, at that point. Yeah, I didn't think we'd play together again. But, right. But as I've learned, <laughs> once you're in New Zealand, <laughs> once you've made a mark doing something, mm. that's where you are. Yeah, yeah, forever, yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: hard to shake it.
1: And I really. So I did, did those with the Weatherman Magnetic South the Red Morning. Mm. And did lots of things, did lots of, you know, two, you know lots of touring, did a lot of stuff with Sam Hunt and people mm. like that and made mm. good collisions with people and learned to work by myself, learned mm. to actually stand up there with the guitar and do it myself and, mm. and um, that was kind of important. Because the
0: Waratahs reform before Red Morning? Just yeah. after. Or just right around yeah. that time, is it? Just, yeah, just yeah. after. Right. We, uh, okay. I started to, you know what, I started, I, I love that But the, you do the tour with Sam Hunt first before...
1: Just, is that just that, just
0: yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. We did a big tour with Sam. Uh, yeah. Driving Wheel tour. which Yeah. Was
0: he amazing. he um, recites on a couple of tracks on the <coughs> that's record, right. and you. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing a couple of those shows on that tour. Really loving it. It was such yeah. a good, such a good mix because he would do his set, he'd yeah. do a set, and he'd join you. Yeah, that's right. For part of the set. Yeah. Very uh,
1: really memorable tours. Mm. Those. Mm. Uh, really cool.
0: And obviously that that's a thread through all of Sam's. You know, he's always done the thing with bands. Yeah. Mammal and. Kilgore now and all of that That's, sort of right, thing. that's So, a good yeah, it's I always. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's
1: yeah. yeah. But I, st- I st- still talk to Sam every couple of days. We talk mostly about recipes and parenting and yeah. stuff these yeah. days. But
0: yeah. It's good. Yeah. Your it's kids still... would be about the same age, but they're just a little bit older.
1: Elf's uh, uh, a little bit older than Sarah, yeah. he's yeah. about
0: 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um. Yeah.
1: So, it, but we still got a great fondness for each other. Yeah. And, you know, he's still he's 70 something he's still driven by poetry and
0: that's yeah. great well he he called you one of New Zealand's great poets that's right yeah. and he really is New Zealand's yeah. great poet you know you can name yeah. other people that came before him yeah. you can talk about some people were look yeah. down on him as being a pub bard and, and yeah. talk about someone being more important because they've published through universities and stuff, but yeah. to me, he really is... Yeah. He flies the flag for New Zealand poetry on a level yeah. above anyone else.
1: Totally. yeah. You
0: know, and really. It's because he,
1: he it's because he can do something that most people can't do. Mm-hmm. He can read his own poems. Mm-hmm. He is the poem. Yeah, well, he doesn't you know even me. read them. He knows. They
0: are him and he is them. Yeah, them yeah. And he can connect with uh, anyone in yeah. his audience. You know, he can there are, i've taken people to see sam hunt over the years that go you know they have a cliched idea of yeah. him from yeah mcphail and gasby's impersonations or whatever yeah. um sam's own send-ups and then they think wow i'm not going to and then they come away and go fuck you know he's yeah. the things like he's a better poet than I thought yeah. you know, or, or people go I didn't know he's going to be that funny like yeah, you yeah, know yeah. I don't like poetry but he made me like it because he's so funny so he yeah. wins people over um, anyway he called you one of New Zealand's great yeah, poets right, so yeah, that's yeah, got yeah. to <laughs> yeah, I mean something
1: in some we've both got this, whether I am a poet or not, you know, I, I like to think that the songs are me and I'm them. You know.
0: Well, you published a, a book of lyrics. That's right. So, yeah. in a way, yeah. whether you like it or not, that kind of makes you That's a poet. What think,
1: yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. Now, what You're I don't, probably I, mis- misspelled everything.
0: I don't know how that happened, but and I don't <laughs> know, I don't know if you remember how that happened, but. Uh, quite often, song lyrics get printed out into book form, and they don't mean a whole lot because yeah, yeah. because they need the music. Yeah, um, maybe yeah. one or two of them does, yeah, but yeah. your collection read like read like poems, like yeah. bush poetry, like pub yeah. poetry, like you yeah. know, well, l- like like, like, like ballads without music. They yeah. you could imagine the music behind some of them, in some cases you knew it, but they did read.
1: Mm. They did mm. work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know it you was, can you can shake the tag all you like. Yeah. But that, that's gonna that's no, gonna hold try. you to it.
1: I'll so. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it was done by a guy called Gordon Spittle who mm. put together a whole lot of stuff at the time. And yeah. One of those great little things that I love things that come from the ground up. You know Yeah. You can yeah. almost imagine someone printing them at home. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. And uh, and what happened next? God, what happened next? Oh yeah, we re- we recorded another couple of albums with the Waratahs. Yeah, and uh, I've been doing that uh, sort of since really. Uh, uh, we've done a we don't tour like we used to. Yeah, but uh, we still do. We used to
0: do some big long,
1: big long tours.
0: You know, because I guess because you came from the era where that was yeah not only the expected thing, it was it was doable. frankly You yeah, know, it was, it was, know, totally it was like the we breweries had. were. Yeah, behind things yeah. and you know there was a culture for uh, yeah. going out on a Monday night now yeah. it's weekends only for yeah, most yeah. people and
1: that's right yeah
0: and everyone's got a job both in the band and in the audience so it's certain nights of the week only and yeah all of this sort of thing
1: the funny thing is the band is still intact you know it, 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 it uh you know we're all in our 60s now and uh it's sort of you know, I guess we piss each other off and all that sort of stuff, but to a degree, mm. um, it's the same as anyone, anyone in that situation would. But, but there's something great about being in a band when you count it in, you know it, who it is straight away. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the best way I can put the word has. Mm. It's just got an immediate identity, and it's and at its best, it's sort of unstoppable. You. Know. Yeah.
0: You, um, I guess you've been embraced by a lot of people that are making the sort of music now that you were doing 20 and 30 years ago, yeah. Delaney and, you know, Eben Sparrow and obviously Ebony's a, a fan and you're a fan of hers and yeah. and so yeah. forth, but but outside of those people that have acknowledged some connection and some de- debt, some influence, um, has there ever been a kind of frustration around, I guess... You know, all of a sudden it was quite cool to like country music and things yeah. that even, things that weren't even really country music and it feels like you yeah. did that you did the hard yards at the yeah. time when it was about as unfashionable oh, no, no, as it, it could was, be
1: <laughs> no total privilege you know i keep I, I mean we sound so old-fashioned now it's really funny it's, it, we, 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 the, the old-fashioned part of this sounds sounds old-fashioned but mm. you know i've been writing songs which probably you couldn't call country songs Anymore, but we just do them because it's part of the Waratah sounds. Mm. I mean, I don't mean this in a highfalutin way, that's like the Stones uh, are no longer a blues band, mm, but, you, know, mm, you know what I mean? Mm, they yeah, yeah. right, what we might call Stones pop songs, yeah, yeah, we a bit like that, you know, yeah, and yeah, um, now and again you sort of switch back to the yeah. origins of it, yeah, but lately, um. Yeah, people like the Eastern and all those bands, those hard touring bands and Yeah, stuff, and just, yeah. Just terrific. Good to, be, good to feel part of that, actually. Uh, mm, you mm. know, those people. Um, yeah. And then you
0: see the, you kind of see a bit of that pan-generational thing with like the, the last waltz tour. Yeah, yeah. You know, that had that mixture of, you know. People Like you and Paul, your generation, and, right. then, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah your Delaneys. And well, it was um, amazing Adam. to
1: get asked to do that because when we we're my eldest son, Jace, when we we're in Christchurch, we lived by the river. And I told this story before, we lived <coughs> by the river and we were broken cold with a baby on the floor. Mm. And we had stage fright, and didn't need anything else, man. It was just so formative, yeah. And years later, I, went, I did South by Southwest in America. I mm. told Robbie Robinson that story. Wow. Because <laughs> he, he was there yeah. doing uh, his promotional thing for the last once.
0: And what was he like to interact with? Because he... Well,
1: he was like sort of interacting with Bill Clinton. Yeah. He was like very sure of himself. Yes. Very charismatic.
0: Yeah. he give you
1: 10 seconds. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say, there's a, yeah. a kind of a built-in a loop, <coughs> Uh a oh, sort of right. built-in aloofness about him, I think. That's yeah. probably a, a, a default setting, you know, or something—a mechanism. It's still a source of amazement to me of how those songs happen. I mean, they're like paintings. Yeah, yeah. They they don't feel like they were ever written. No. They just feel like they all, they got pinned down. They yeah. always existed somehow, and they blew through in a wind, and they, someone caught them. Yeah, yeah, dead right.
1: It's a good way to put it. You
0: yeah. know, they're just weird. Really that self-titled album. I mean, Stage Fright's amazing. Yeah. Um, Big Pink is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That self-titled album is is probably the one for me if I had to pick one. But i in the scheme of things, how many bands have really more than one truly, truly phenomenal album? You know, Actually, when it yeah. comes down to it, we can yeah. all say we like yeah. five or six albums by yeah. a band, but yeah. really who has, you know, like from start to finish yeah. immaculate albums that are that, that have a that have a roughness about them too? They're not pristine yeah. and, and yeah. their records, you know.
1: Yeah. I think you get to a stage where you, I mean, talking about albums, this mm. just didn't happen with the band, like mm. that. but you get to a stage where you stop making music and you start making albums. Yeah, and that's always a, a part of a band. I think that's what happened to us in the, in the Waratahs. Earlier, we stopped making me- music and, mm. uh, and we started formulating albums. We would doing it with Ian Morris and people like that, mm. and. Uh, we were overdubbing stuff and stuff like that and it wasn't coming as naturally as mm. the old days where you just played it and mm. maybe you did it overdub but probably not mm. and then we started assembling albums, you know and mm. when you get to that area for, for Roots Music it's kind of a bit of a dangerous space, mm. you know mm. it's actually, once you've done that and you realise that for some reason it's no longer working or whatever it takes a bit of getting back to the it takes a bit of realizing what was great in the first place yeah do you yeah. know what i mean Yep. Yep. it's like all the people say oh i wish the stones would make a great acoustic blues album again yeah you know? yeah like, yeah i don't think it occurs to them you know they didn't yeah. you just you get into a different thing where you, the machine's going on and then you you forget about what it was like. To but think.
0: you would have these things that would bring you back. Like, I mean, you would pretty much never not play Maureen, right? No. Hands of My Heart. Yeah, Those yeah. are songs that you know. And I mean, you even think like Bruno's Last Ride, yeah, you know, which yeah. is an instrumental. Yeah. That I don't think I've ever seen a band performance where you haven't played that because yeah. it, it just works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It hooks people in. Certain so, songs good. People either know them, or a, again, you know, I've taken people to see the War Tales over the years. That, why am I going to see a country band? I don't yeah, like country. Yeah. And then they hear a song or two that they recognize, and then they also hear a song or
1: two they've never heard
0: before, but yeah, yeah. it has a hook for them.
1: Yeah. 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 So, you know, one of the main, one of the, the albums I really enjoyed most of, uh, the, that I've heard is, uh, one of, is Joe Ely. Cause he toured with the Clash in England, mm, and I always mm, loved the Clash. Mm. And uh, that that uh, album, Live Shots.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was stuck on an island in Australia. I was playing in the band, and I was yeah. in, in not such a good w- way, but it was really good. Uh, it was a good time to, to, to clean up and chill out and mm. play. And um, that that and uh, Robert Gordon and Link Oh yeah, were yeah, the yeah. Only, two, only two albums I had. Yeah, right I played them for about three months, and I never every beat oh, of them.
0: I've just like, got hooked on that. Self-titled Lynyrd Cray album from like 1970 or yeah. 71. The the uh, which is you know not as guitar slinging stuff at all. It's yeah. it's kind of uh, well, it's a little bit like the band. It's like a little bit of a a, a rougher version of the band. Yeah. Extraordinary. And it's gimmick. great. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, that instrumental you know. guitar stuff he did was cool enough. You know, it's yeah. incredible. It's like been, really yeah. formative. But it's yeah, interesting hearing boy. these songs take shape around that that have got nothing to do with that yeah, that he yeah. did that you know sort of like two or three different careers in one person
1: that's right yeah People That's what, I, I'm enjoying working with Delaney on that yeah. spec, because he's got a uh, <laughs> he's got a soundscape in his head you know mm. and he, the thing is he knows how to do it like I, I'm no good with technology which is a bit of a shame but I you know I don't, I don't care about it anymore but but uh, he's really good with technology and he's got a he's got a soundscape just at his fingertips, you know. And I remember talking to him for this
0: podcast a couple of years ago and he said that he wanted to make a really good record with you. Yeah, he, you know, he, was, he, was he said like, that the first yeah. time I met him. Yeah. It's really strange because he, kn- he just knew, yeah. He, yeah. Said, he, he, he said he just knew yeah. that, you know, he wanted to work with you and, <laughs> yeah. you know, that you you would have some songs and he could yeah. do some things to those songs.
1: Well, it's been such a... It's been such a good thing. It's been such a good energy. We're so different, mm. and you know, we're a totally different age group. Um, and, and, but, but it's been a really it's been like gluing two very unlikely people together.
0: Mm. Just, just but you would have some, um, you would have some surprising crossover that you wouldn't. Have yes, because, you know, you'd have a lot of commonalities, a lot of yeah. similar
1: favorite music and stuff like that. I see Delaney as being a, a, quite a genuine blues man, and mm. the fact that he can really deliver it like that, but he is that sort of troubadour crazy, I mean in another world he would have been a medicine man or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. but the the, new, the brand new album he's done, which is great, and it
0: has elements of all of that, it. it's, it's like the closest thing he's done to just a pure pop album yeah, as well, so he has that, culture. yeah, 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 like there's some, in fact I was just listening to that before he came round, oh, um, yeah, that record. And I've had it for a while, and um, and I hadn't played it for a few weeks, so I was just getting back into it, and I was like, man, this is, you know, there are a, a handful of like just pure pop songs on yeah. there, and then he, he reverts back to the, I guess, the kind of shtick, the thing that he does that he does so well, um, that's in there too, but he's managed to really nicely integrate it.
1: Well, with the two of us, it's been like he's he's. He's wanted to get a little bit more sort of lyrical and poppy, which my songs are. And I've wanted to be a bit noisier, Mm. Mm. I think the two have sort
0: of joined up. And uh, another thing you did on one of your solo records that um, I know a lot of people like and uh, is interesting is the Phoenix Foundation cover. Yeah. So how did that come about? I, I mean, heard that song. You like the song? Is it that simple? You mean, that's I a just, good song, I could do something to that? Or did yeah. they did they suggest it to you? Or? I love the lyric.
1: I heard yeah. the lyric and I thought, this is one of the best love songs I've ever heard. Yeah. And I thought, I could just imagine George Jones or something singing mm. this. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. got love in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll do it. So I, I said to David, love. David Long. Mm. Um, yeah, because he produced two I of your... Yeah. That's right. It, I said, yeah. let's, let's do this song. This is a very really cool song, and he sort of knew it anyway. And, and I just played it to him, put it away, and I felt it. Slowed it right down, got the lyric out there, and uh, and you know it's still. When it, when it comes up on the radio, I can I still like
0: it. <laughs> well, those two records. One of them's ten years old. One of them's 15, 16 years old. That to me, those records sound really great. Um, still, so, and you know, I say still because obviously things move so fast. Yeah, now, they do. So a lot of things from 10 years ago can sound really strange. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, obviously, there's some good song selection and some good songwriting, but um, would you credit David Long as being, you know, really helpful in making those records oh, yeah. work the way they did? Because D- clearly, that was at a time when he was having a really good, <coughs> canny sort of approach to several p- You know, I love the Dobbin record that he made. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. David's uh, uh, he, uh,
0: I mean I'm quite sure he's a genius you know he's, yeah
1: he's great to, yeah. he's great to work with but he, you know one thing about David is, is that he can just make things happen yeah. and you don't even know it. I've made records which are so laboured that you just wonder if you even want to do it mm. at the end of it you know mm. it's like reading that Dylan book with Landau yeah. making this record and you think, oh, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? This is yeah. like having a bad job, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, but David just he's just like an alchemist or something. He just hey, mm. if that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he just turns it into something and just right under your nose, you know, never, he, he's never played me a mixed back of anything that I've thought, oh, no, I don't like that. In fact, just the opposite. I thought, mm. It's exactly as I mm. hoped it would be. He's yeah.
0: obviously very, um, uh, you know, sympathetic. Totally. As a, as a, I guess because he's primarily been a side man rather than a front man, yeah. you know, like he's, he's done many things with music and obviously yeah. he's, he's made a great name as a as a composer for soundtracks yeah. now and as a producer, but he's never been the classic front man of the band, he's always been in a
1: supporting yeah. capacity so he brings that to producing I suppose. Totally, yeah, and he's also, he's one of those guys that just sort of, okay let's do it, mm-hmm. sort of guy, mm. not let's talk about it or be mm-hmm. in the bush, you mm. know, just, let's here. get it down we'll see what sound do like. it sounds yeah. <laughs> like do it
0: again if it doesn't work yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah um, now you mentioned south by southwest and you've obviously toured a lot lived overseas earlier on and yeah. you've, you've played around the place um and you know you have you've largely made a type of music that you know it can it, it can exist in new zealand now but as yeah. i say when you were first doing it it, it felt probably quite foreign obviously we had we yeah. did have country singers before and all of that yeah, sort of thing yeah. but really in terms of yeah. any mainstream sort of thing mm-hmm, happening mm. you were quite an anomaly was there a time when you were offered to go and live overseas was it a thing you thought about doing or did you because it strikes me that you've you've yeah. wanted to very much be in New Zealand yeah had you got the travel out of your system oh, I would got the travel
1: out of my system yeah and uh
0: and then obviously family yeah. comes along yeah, and stuff family too family comes
1: along and yeah it sounds really corny but but i it it, it I, I, it's really a, a great thing to be accepted by your own people you know what i mean it's um, that that's a good feeling to me uh, I didn't really want to be American, Slowly even though I sing with a thing like a cowboy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just uh, something that got into me early on. Mm, mm. Uh, I suppose Mick Jagger yeah, sings like James Brown, you know. But your
0: songs yeah. your songs feel very rooted to it yeah. in New Zealand as well. You, you sing about Remember New that? Zealand, write yeah, oh, yeah. about... Yeah. Most of the time, you write about. <coughs> I was just talking to Martin
1: Edmund, the writer, about this mm. the other day, and he. Because we, we, we all went off to Australia at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all that group of people that went over, and some mm. some people fell on stony ground and some didn't, you know, and whatever. It's the, mm. the Bible says. And, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and uh, uh, I said, you know, all those tours we did and everything, I could never get the imagery of New Zealand out of my head. Whenever I wanted to. 'Cause we it was a hard time and, and whenever I wanted to go somewhere in my head I just uh it is the imagery of New Zealand that mm. crept into the songs and he said, Yeah, I did the same thing. He says I was writing bloody virtual porn magazines in New York and thinking, What the fuck am I doing? you know mm. he said it was one way I could get out of it was just thinking about New Zealand and it's just the way it is and you know it's mm. just part of sort of it's one of those countries I, I mean, it's probably not like that for everybody, but it's for most people I know that if you're born here, that's where you're plugged in. You know, mm. you know. Mm. I, I didn't. Th- I mean, I thrived in England. I loved England, but I I don't really thrive anywhere else. When I went to America, we went to Nashville and stuff, and I thought, oh, Well this is good," and it's good to be here. And bloody blubber. Mm. I was kind of looking forward to getting out of there too. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. And what about you've? Um I mean you mentioned meeting Robbie Robertson but and before we were, were recording you talked about opening for Dylan and Patti Smith one time, yeah. you, you, I, I think one of the first times I saw you play solo you opened for Tony Joe White.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'd, yeah. I'd
0: seen the Waratahs. Yeah, so I must have right. seen the Waratahs just before that or just, or, I don't know, maybe that was the first time i seen you actually and then I'm it sorry, was Waratahs after that. was a professional
1: it, support act? Yeah.
0: No, no, well, I was, <laughs> but, that is a, but that's a component of anyone that works and lives in yeah, New sure. Zealand Yes. Yeah, and it's quite a, you know, some people have some mixed feelings about that. I, I, I've i talked to people who say, yeah, I don't want to do any support acts anymore because they want to build their own thing, but, yeah. but I think it's... But it's, that's how it's, you do it. It's... It's uh, a, an important thing to do. Yeah, you must have, um, if not met them, you must have worked with in them in terms of opening some pretty interesting people and seeing, yeah. you know, being part of some interesting shows and yeah, yeah. and obviously it helps build your audience. Yeah. I remember that Tony Joe White, and I've seen Tony Joe White a bunch of times since, but I remember that yeah. show being great, and, and, yeah, and your set going show. really, really well.
1: The it was you and Caroline. Me and Caroline. Maybe Al as Yeah, really I think old. so. Yeah, I think it was Elle as yeah. well. Yeah, it yeah. was a good little band that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the Magnetic South yes. uh, album too. Yeah, yeah. We did, we did some good things. We had uh, some stuff with Paul Kelly, and we went to Australia and did some stuff, and, mm. and um, Tony J. White and Dylan and open for Dylan, Patty Smith. Did lots of stuff, did lots of touring just by ourselves.
0: Yeah.
1: It was good. Yeah. And and I, t- I take it the Waratahs would have
0: opened for some people at some point as well.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: or shared you know, shared the bill
1: and yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That like that? The highwaymen. Yeah. Yeah, John yeah. Cash wow. and like that. Yeah. Wow. We open for the Highwaymen, we, we went through New Zealand with them. We spent a couple of weeks with them, actually. Do
0: you or, get to connect with any of, <coughs> totally. of them? Totally. Because that's like totally that Mount t- Rushmore stuff, yeah, right? Would,
1: <laughs> well, it, totally. They were just really straight up people. I mean, one thing about the older generation of country music singers in America is they are straight up people. Yeah, yeah. It was before stardom came along, yes, you know, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yep, yeah, yeah. um
0: yeah, Stardom. Stardom was sort of a byproduct of what they did. Yeah, you know, they didn't yeah. do it for that. Now people do it for that.
1: Yeah, and we we just hung out with them and talked wow. about stuff. And uh, you know, I, I, I didn't talk to to, uh, to uh, um, Wayne on Jennings. But, you know, it's sort of, sort of I mean, yeah. we're sort of backstage together and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I did talk to you, with you kind of quite a lot. Right, wow. And one of the reasons why we... Recorded... That's going, I mean, that's going all the way back to the source there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, what, you know, what a connection. Well, we did a version of Ring of Fire on the last Waratah's album. Yeah. And it's a slow version. Yeah. And the reason why we did that is because she told me that's how she wrote it. She said it was originally... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, uh, a, a, yeah, a, a slow ballad. ballad.
0: Yeah and
1: then the old man got hold of it
0: oh, <laughs> ripped it up <laughs> Yeah, yeah wow because um, I was you know one of the best shows I've seen of the last two oh well it's a couple of years, over a couple of years ago now but of the last recent time was Chris Christopherson on his own is that right oh it was amazing and you know yeah. he, and Who he it? he was yeah. um, you know to be blunt he was you know instrumentally he's kind of poked you know like yeah, he's yeah. never a great you know he's never a great musician obviously yeah. you're going because of the voice and the words and yeah, the song yeah. and, and a connection to the songs yeah. you know and, but he, he did two hours on his own with just guitar and harmonica and there are fuck all people who can do that yeah. you know you've got to have a pretty extraordinary body of work yeah, to, to really yeah. be able to do that uh, or be a really dazzling soloist yeah, and he yeah. certainly is not a dazzling no, soloist uh, you know he's quite a rudimentary player yeah. um, really but it was you know and I went along going god I've got to see this guy living yeah. legend only time I'll get to see him rah 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 but I was really moved Did by you it do, you know and yeah, even even when he fluffed a couple of lines yeah, and had to look up a couple of words or start yeah. a song again there was something incredibly endearing about that because it's just like this, this lived together, body of world yeah. you yeah. know yeah, that I mean, there, there are people like that there's a handful of people like that that you just and you know you, you're going to see them really cool. to kind of yeah. Pay your respects and honour the fact yeah, that their music yeah. has meant something to you at some point. But
1: well, they were all they were four sh- versions of that. Yeah, exactly. You know that's what I'm I mean? thinking. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah way, exactly. They couldn't have been more different. Yeah. I mean, I never, never picked what a great guitarist Willie Nelson was. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that. that surprised a lot of people. Dazzling. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He just knew. He, as they yeah. say in Australia, he, he he could park a note. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He yeah, just yeah, knew yeah. where to put it. You know. Yeah. It was brilliant. And Cash was just—he just had that voice. And the great thing about him is, it was—he—he it was, he, like anyone great, he was who he says he was. Yeah, he yeah, seemed, yeah. Seemingly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There was no sort of manufactured. Job yeah, Cash. Yeah. When you spoke to him, it was the same guy. That yeah, was on, on, yeah, right. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison blues. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah wow. Yeah. Amazing. I yeah. mean, that's a. I mean that's a, that, well, you know, half, obviously half that man's gone now. For a start, yeah, there's sure, no yeah. you know reunion and all of that. But what a moment in time that was, because yeah. cause that was a rebuilding for you know, particularly for Willie Nelson, that was totally, kind of a yeah. real rebuilding of his 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 kind of. Uh, Stock was sort of down until he did that yeah. in a weird way, and then he's really come back. I mean, he's made obviously he's put out a few pretty strange things since, like children's albums and reggae albums. But yeah. but he but man, he's pumped out a lot of really good stuff. Since yeah, then, you know,
1: like his he's like a lot of those old soldiers, like George Jones and yeah. stuff. They just they don't know anything else, and they just keep on. They going. just but do the work. That yeah, Silver Bus just yeah. keeps going. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and they fear stopping. Yes, uh, they have nothing else going. Yeah, Pro- probably. I'm tr- I yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. like well, I went yeah. and saw
0: BB King. For yeah, for exactly that reason yeah. of yeah. like yeah. I just I've got to see this guy. Yes, yeah. yes, I know it would have been great to see him in 1960, but yeah. I wasn't alive then. Yeah. It would have been great to see him in 1987, but that yeah. wasn't possible. Uh, so I got to see him in whatever it was, 2012, yeah. and you know he, yes, he was poked. But yeah. you got the feeling that he had to turn up and do that show, totally. or you know, or it was the end for him and then yeah. eventually it was the him a couple of years after that. Well, I think but that's still got a bit of that. Yeah, and mm. still when he put his fingers on the guitar, it was no one else. You yeah. know, it was his sound, it was his sound and his soul yeah. instantly. And and they, some people were a bit disappointed that you know they maybe didn't realise quite how crook he was and, yeah. and how yeah. past he was. But I knew what I was going to get, and yeah, you know when I heard it was him and it was only him that Was kind of enough for me, I yeah. Was, yeah,
1: know? yeah, Those guys that's just sort of they, they are the old fashioned, the road is their life, the, and, the road is their life, and yeah, and the other way around, yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. you've done a bit of that, a little bit, and of as that. much as you know in New Zealand that sort of yeah. thing exists, a
1: little bit of that. I, I'm not sure so you're not going to do that. Road hog that. I used to be, <laughs> yeah, I going to I was gonna say, you're not looking forward to doing that again on that capacity, not 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 with that intensity, you know, yeah, yeah. But, uh, on the other hand, I don't want to get into just doing. Shows, you, mm, you know, mm, like mm. there's got to be some sparks there, you know, mm, mm. like plenty of them, hopefully.
0: Yeah, so the Waratahs have, have obviously had some some time off and some different lineups, but you have reached past a 30th anniversary. With
1: yeah, this is so, our 30th coming yeah, up with yeah. an album called Drive and Wheel, yeah, which is the first song that we ever played together. Mm, mm, Robert Gordon, mm, this version, mm. and uh, uh, we were so. I called it "Driving Wheel" because mm. it was the first song we ever played together and we usually finish with it because mm. it's like a, just a good,
0: mm. it's
1: a good, <coughs> a good thing, uh, a good sort of stamp of what we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you've got
0: what? What else is on the on the horizon for? Got the
1: got the. have done a few shows yeah, this year yeah, and last it. year
0: and stuff, but yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, we'll, we'll do some more stuff next year. We'll do a, a tour with the uh, uh, with this "Driving Wheel." Yeah. And it's going to be a double album, and uh, then I've got the stuff with Delaney. Mm. And, and what's the aim with that? A new
0: solo record for you, or is it a duo record? A duo record. Yeah. it'll so be, be of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, cool.
1: We'll be soon. Sort of yeah, a mar- yeah. A married couple for a couple yeah. of months. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'll you'll tour that, you think? We'll do some dates for that. Yeah. yeah. He's away at the moment. Yeah. And he'll be back. And we'll do some dates um, early next year. Yeah. And we already we did one on the park down in Christchurch the other month, and that was so cool. Mm. You know, mm. got about three thousand people or something. It was amazing. Yeah. And uh, so that was yeah, that was great. It was great to go through those songs. It's it's good. It, it's really good to to scare yourself now and again. You know, get up there and do a dozen songs that you've written yeah. but never played. Right. In yeah. Front yeah, of yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about as scary as it gets. You know. Yeah. 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 And that was one of those gigs. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Loved it and um and oh, so that'll keep you busy over the next year or so yeah yeah and I've got a bunch of songs at the moment I don't quite know what they're saying or what they are but time time will tell that you know mm. um, I'd like to take a decent listen to them at some point and and, and um, see if yeah, see what's there you know mm. sort of slam stuff down and sometimes forget about it you know mm. Mm. <laughs> and um So that's what I'll do. I mean, the the music still drives me. Mm. I was going to say, you don't sound like you have got
0: an end date at this point where no. you need to be wrapped up by you're just going to keep um, yeah. exploring and, yeah. and, and, and creating that. <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing is that that should be how it happens I yeah, think because yeah. you, know, you know you find out if it's not if it's not relevant and that doesn't that doesn't stop you from doing it but it might stop you from yeah. doing it on the level that you have been totally but, yeah you know that's a lot. maybe yeah. people need to
1: listen out for that a bit more yeah yeah people people t- People tell you everything. You can, from a from a stage, as you would know, you can see uh, faces, you know, they tell you everything. Yeah. They tell you whether you're yeah, you yeah, yeah, or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you go through stages where you're not happening like you are not firing on all four like or all six or whatever it is yeah. that you should be and they let you know. And yeah. and when you are, they certainly let you know. Yeah. It's great.
0: Yeah, so you've managed to do that thing that really not that many people have have uh, have done in New Zealand is have a a fairly multifaceted career in music. Yeah, for a long time.
1: Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I don't quite know how that's happened. I, I've just sort of become. I suppose the songs have become part of the landscape to a large degree. You know, it's. Uh... I've, some some ways, you know, all you got to do is keep doing it, you mm. know, mm. and get better at it, or mm. something, you know. But uh, I've
0: yeah.
1: I've held off, but I feel like I need to
0: get your thoughts on the uh, inter Islander song.
1: Well, that certainly became part because of the landscape, exactly. So yeah. that feels like now it feels totally. like it. now it feels like a good time
0: to, to yeah, talk yeah. about
1: it. We've only ever played it a couple of times. We played it in Picton and picked yeah. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um that beca- yeah, that came along that was for, um a guy called Rob Winch Yeah. in Wellington and he wrote it and it was a jingle. Mm. And I was walking around Oriental Bay one day and I ran into him and he said, Oh, I've got this demo I want you to sing and I'd sing a few sort of ads and stuff like that you, mm, know, for, mm. you know, get paid for it. Yeah. And uh and so uh, we did a demo and I was in a good mood and I was off the booze and it was just in the right key and I just hit it Mm. the first time. Mm. and It was just one of those magic things. It was just a good vocal and a memorable melody of his. Mm. And then of course then they say oh well, let's get the whole band in and we sat around the table with a big bowl of fruit on it and stuff like this and they told us what they wanted to do and it was all sort of on another level. Mm. But we didn't realize what another level it was. Mm. He made 60-second commercials and it was like a small movie, you know, and and it just hit mid-New Zealand like a missile. You Mm. couldn't window shop, you know. Mm. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, I was thinking in in the the time when that came out and what that did, that must have um, not just regenerated... A back catalogue and an audience but yeah. actually given you an audience in some yeah, ways it's, it's and it's so amazing amazing to think that an, a TV ad yeah. can do that for a band it certainly yeah. couldn't now obviously couldn't now, loads though. of things have changed and, and there's different versions of that there are sort of viral hits that happen in other ways yeah. but it, it, it would
1: have given you if not an audience a large portion of one it was a funny thing because it was the people who knew all the songs and, and everything because we, we'd sold a lot of records before mm. that came mm. along this took it to some other, let's put it in sort of uh, some sort of mid-New Zealand thing, you know. Well, it's that era where like, um,
0: you know, and you would have probably, you know, shot videos or been on TV before that, but it was that era of, you know, the pinnacle of success was being on TV, right? So when, when a random person in the street can walk by you and go, oh, I recognize that person. on Yeah. yeah, And that really meant something. (laughs) So, I mean, so that, that, um, Yeah, it introduces you to new people, it reminds people of you, it it connects on this level far and beyond you would have expected.
1: It's funny because people don't seem, we don't play it and people don't seem to expect us to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's
1: understood for what it is. Yeah, it's understood for what it is, you did, right. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because we'd been offered quite a few things over the years, like, um, you know advertising what do they call mm. Campa- campaigns and stuff but mm. because that one was cooked straight mm. and it was part of our highway and we we went on it all the time and it just seemed like a kind of natural thing to i mean it's a very convenient thing to say yeah I'm, yeah I mean, yeah it's yeah. kind of a bit of he would say that about it but, yeah yeah but, yeah <laughs> but it's so true yeah you know it was part of our highway one you know. yeah 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 and, and-
0: but it, I mean that makes sense. I was thinking like how had you avoided that being a bit of an albatross. But it, the fact that as you say, people just sort of understood it for yeah. what it was. Like yeah. um, it was a TV ad, and, yeah. and good on you for you know probably banking some dollars yeah, from it yeah, and true. all of that as well. Yeah. But you weren't getting like people yelling out for shows. Yeah, you well, probably you got
1: get, a little bit got, every now and then. At that time, we did. We yeah, right. Certainly don't. Need but more. it
0: didn't didn't stick around forever. People, Not really. Yeah, no. People
1: no. got over that. But God, the the, uh, the the ad itself has stuck around. Yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, it's I a mean, crazy memorable thing. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. and I were on the on the, <laughs> on the train in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, and some guy said, "Oh, I thought you'd be travelling on the train." <laughs> 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 then again, in Sydney, and people. What a calling card! It just <laughs> it really went. It really soaked in. Yeah.
0: It really yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: That is amazing it was amazing it was an amazing thing to happen mm. god mm. sort of like john rolls with his uh, yeah gerard commercial yeah 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 fortunately <laughs> the inter-island thing is good imagery of a great stretch of water and it's not a bad song
0: mm. you know mm, as mm.
1: far as those things go I'm
0: yeah yeah about. yeah yeah. there's nothing to be embarrassed
1: by no, about it or, or anything we didn't but get stuck with the bloody
0: Oh, no, I don't know why. Yeah, 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 you know, like a real, total jingle. Because <laughs> that's the thing; it's a jingle, but it, it does feel yeah. like a song. Like, is yeah. and I and I, I guess um, your your performance in the band, uh, but your vocal um, yeah. gives something towards that yeah. legitimising it as a song. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I
1: think we 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 sort of would not a bad marriage, really. All that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Um, now, is there anything else you want to? Um, mention before we've had a good old chat. Is there anything else we need to not really need to plug or mention? You've
1: um, really, you've got a few things coming up. Got a few things coming up. Got the best of the Warraters driving wheel coming up. Got stuff with me and Delaney coming up, and, and uh, I'll just follow the thread from here. I think. Mm. See and, what's uh, try and keep hold s- of. The see song. what's the, <laughs> See what's around the next bend. See what's around the next bend, and the, I suppose the songs will dictate that. And, yeah, uh, and uh, something dictates the song God knows what that is Best not to know, isn't it? Best not to think about these things yeah, too yeah. much Yeah, yeah